The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you a prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptized with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. So our first reading talks about being thankful all the time, and uh, I just like to thank the Lord for rain instead of snow, but I know the kids want snow. So. <laughs> So what do you call a, mobs, a mobster that's buried in cement? A hardened criminal. Oh, that's about a three. Okay, I'm not going to use it anymore. <laughs> so we're all born with hardened hearts, right? But, you know, it's our default situation from birth, and that's what the sacraments are to soften us up. Okay, here's two stories. Story number one. Many years ago, Al Capone, Scarface, pretty much owned Chicago. He was notorious for everything from illegal booze to prostitution to murder, all bad stuff. Capone had a lawyer named Easy Eddie who would help keep him out of jail. To show his appreciation, Capone paid him very well. Not only was he paid well, but Eddie got special favors too. For instance, he and his family had a fenced-in mansion with live-in help and all the luxuries. The estate was so large that it filled an entire Chicago city block, and it's still there to this day. But Eddie did have one soft spot, however. He had a son he loved dearly. Eddie wanted his son to be a better man than he was. Yet with all his wealth and influence, there were two things he couldn't give his son. He couldn't pass on a good name, or a good example, and this tormented Eddie. One day, Easy Eddie reached a difficult decision. He decided to be an example to his son about what was right and wrong, and to do this, he would have to testify against the mob. And he knew that this would cost him great. So he turned himself in to the police, and he testified. 
Within a year, Easy Eddie's life ended in a blaze of gunfire on a lonely Chicago street. At the scene that night, the police removed from Eddie's pockets a rosary, a crucifix, and a religious medal. Eddie gave his son the greatest gift of all, the testimony of a life well lived. Story number two. In World War II, Lieutenant Butch O'Hare, a fighter pilot in the South Pacific, one day his entire squadron was sent on a mission. After he was airborne, he looked at his fuel gauge and realized someone had forgotten to fill up his fuel tank. He would not have enough fuel to complete his mission and get back to his ship. Reluctantly, he dropped out of formation and headed back to the aircraft carrier. As Butch was returning alone, he noticed a squadron of Japanese aircraft speeding its way towards the carrier. He couldn't reach his squadron and bring them back in time to save the fleet. There was only one thing to do, divert the Japanese away from the ship. Laying aside all thoughts of personal safety, Butch alone dove straight into the formation of Japanese planes, attacking one enemy plane after another until all his ammunition was used. Finally, the remaining Japanese planes took off in another direction, saving his entire fleet from destruction. For that action, Lieutenant Butch O'Hare became the Navy's first ace of World War II and the first naval aviator to win the Medal of Honor. Sadly, a year later, Butch O'Hare was killed in an aerial combat at the young age of 29. His hometown would not allow his memory to fade. And today, Chicago's O'Hare International Airport is named after this great hero. So why do I tell you these two stories and what do they have to do with each other? Easy Eddie was the father of Butch O'Hare. Eddie's witness of a life well lived later played a major role in his steering of his son's life. Our gospel today says, a man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. Jesus needs witnesses to pave the way for him to come into other people's lives. He says in the book of Acts, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now C.S. Lewis, I don't know if you know who he is, he's the one who wrote uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, a movie, a lot of other books. And one thing he said was, we talk about what we delight in. Do we delight in God? Do we sneak in the mention of God in our conversations? At one point, I had to ask myself, am I a witness? Is this that area of Christian life that I say, no, not this guy, that's someone else's job. I'm not looking like a fanatic. If people want to know about God, then go buy a Bible. It's the best-selling book. Read it yourself. You don't need me preaching at you. Well, that's a good excuse, but it doesn't sit right with God. He needs us to give our testimony, and that's how he works through us. God only chooses some in order to get to others. 
John the Baptist said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Let us ask ourselves, can I be that voice crying out into the desert of people's hearts? It's needed now more than ever. Spiritual emptiness is a universal disease. Don't be fooled by how people look on the outside. Some are just dying on the inside and they need an encouraging word from us. Sharing our belief is a normal part of Christian life. It's not an add-on. Make a decision today to be a witness, to pass on in small creative ways what God has freely given you. Be that person you wish was there when you were a teenager. Be that person you wish was there when you were struggling alone in your marriage. Be that witness for someone else. Let your family see you sitting in the living room reading the Bible. Put a crucifix or a picture of Jesus in your house or workplace for all to see. You don't even have to say a word. People will see it and think, okay, something's going on here. Take that rosary off your rearview mirror and ask your spouse or your kids to pray with you. Be bold and say grace at a restaurant, starting with the sign of the cross. I know that's hard at first and it's a little awkward, but after a while it just becomes routine that people sitting around you will notice. At mass, be a witness to the other parishioners. Don't be embarrassed to open up a hymn book or to start singing. Let your kids see you singing and responding to the prayers. That's not just your wife's job, okay? <laughs> You'll inspire others around you. My wife told me that years ago. <laughs> Every Sunday, try to smile or introduce yourself to one new person every week. People need people, right? Like that Barbara Streisand song for the older folks here. Okay, so don't think that I'm not worthy to be a witness. Like, who am I to tell someone about God, right? Now, if we wait till we're worthy, then nothing's ever going to happen. John the Baptist himself said, I'm not worthy to untie his sandals. Easy Eddie didn't wait till he was worthy to leave a mark in his son's life. So in a few minutes, we'll be praying this before Jesus in the Eucharist. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you. And we know that's true, but God still gives himself to us anyway. So despite our unworthiness, let's give to others our testimony and be that witness in ever so subtle ways making straight the way of the Lord.